Hello and welcome to African Jeopardy. My name is Ife and today I'm recording from Sao Tome. Today we're going to be discussing um, the complexities of Western return of African stolen artifact. And this topic is really important. And I'm very excited about it because we have a very knowledgeable person to speak to us about it. Nasmat Badamasi is the writer of Foreign Policies Weekly, Africa Brief. She has covered human rights, the environment and sustainable development from across African continent, as well as Asia and Europe. Her journalism has appeared in over 30 publications, including Al Jazeera, CNN, and Time Magazine. I mean, you will all agree with me that we don't have any other perfect person to speak to us about this topic than someone that's actually investigated and written a lot about it. Thank you so much for being with us, Nas. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I think we were just going to go straight to the point by, by asking questions. But first, I'd like to talk briefly about yesterday, which is the 2nd of August, when the president of Ghana, Nana Akufuado, tweeted, it is now time to revive and intensify the discussions about reparation for Africa. Indeed, the time is long overdue. And I mean, I do agree with him, but why is this an exciting period for return of stolen artifacts for Africa and reparation in, in, in particular, but at the same time, a very complex time? I think, you know, this is all part of a bigger, wider debate. Um, you know, there's, there's some news to come from Ghana regarding its own fight for restitution of objects from Britain. Um, there has been some movement on that. Um, I don't think that they are in a position yet to say um, uh, for definite, but it is build, you know, Ghana is building a massive Pan-African museum in Accra. It has just reopened its national museum. And I think it's, it's, it's you know, part of this bigger conversation about what is coming back, but also when they come back, um, does that actually solve some of the issues around um, colonialism and slavery? And reparations are, are a huge part of that. I think it underpins this whole kind of restitution debate. Thank you so much for that. Um, I mean, you're talking about Ghana, and it's if you look at the neighbor Nigeria, there's been so much noise about um, the return of the stolen bronzes to Nigeria. And I think it was in June that at the end of June that Germany said something about returning over 1,100 stolen bronze. These were the ones that they sort of stole during the era of colonialism. I don't know if you have anything to say about that and how like Ghana, might also be aligned with our intention to, you know, display our own history and tell our own story and repatriate things that were forcefully taken from us. Yeah, I think um, the, the, the news from Nigeria is interesting. And I think it, you know, really does 
um, tie in with what the Ghanaian president was saying about um, reparations. So one of the key things um, from the news from, from Germany is that, um, you know, it's, it's great that these, these artifacts are, are, are now, um, they're not coming back, but they will now be legally under Nigerian ownership. I think um, um, only a few dozen will physically be repatriated back to Nigeria. Um, it, the rest will stay in museums in Germany, but under the mutual agreement acknowledging Nigerian ownership. Uh, what still needs to, to be clarified, and this is why I make the point about reparations, is whether German museums will pay royalties because essentially now it would be Nigeria loaning the, sub, the, the objects to museums in Berlin and elsewhere. That's an important point that German officials still need to clarify. Um, I think Nigeria's um, uh, Minister of Information, Lai Mohammed, uh, described the, the, the planned return as the single largest repatriation of artifacts anywhere in the world. Um, but I think um, often what gets lost is that, you know, there are not only Benin objects that are in European museums. Um, uh, this, this agreement covers over one, like you said, over 1,100 Benin museums, but it's not only, um, uh, sorry, Benin bronzes, but it's not only Benin bronzes that were stolen from Nigeria um, during colonization. Uh, Nigerian authorities are still campaigning for the return of knock works, of Fulani works, of Yoruba works, of which some Ileife heads have been returned, um, the most recent being by Cambridge University, but you know, there, there, there is a lot more to be done. Oh, wow, it's really interesting. And I guess I now understand why this whole thing, the, the title is befitting the complexity because what you see is not really what you get. My assumption, and I'm sure the assumption of a common person would be that when you say repatriation of 1,000 plus stolen goods or stolen bronzes, you are actually sending it back and not that you're, you're, you're sort of becoming the custodian. And you asked a very important question, is the money does this then if you're holding it on our behalf for example that royalty goes to the people and do you then backdate it to sort of recognize the hundreds of years that you have been reaping benefit by displaying this and people coming to pay for it and and that brings me to the next question which actually a lot of people ask you know when we talk about um return of stolen artifact there are so many questions about oh if you return it now, um, they would not maintain it. If you return it now, it will be stolen. If you return it now, where will it go to? I mean, what do you think about this kind of argument? And is it even valid? Does it matter? So long as it's stolen, shouldn't you return something that you've stolen? Does it matter whether the owner is able to look after it or not? What is your view on this? 
I think, you know, um, I think it was Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie that, that made this really great statement where she said it doesn't matter um, whether the, the owners of these objects can look after it. What matters is that it is theirs. You know, you, you, there is no way that we would be having a conversation about whether, you know, had we... You know, if, if we're going to play whataboutism, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> had Nigeria stolen, you know, um, the, the, the Queen's treasures, there is no way that we would be having a conversation about whether England can look after it. You know, mm. they would demand it back. It is theirs. It doesn't matter whether they can, you know, they, they can look after it. It was stolen in violent plunder. Thousands of people died. It is um, offensive <laughs> to, yeah. to even start talking about, oh, well, you know, we're, we're keeping it um, because these people might not be able to look after it. You, you murdered people for, for these objects. People mm. were killed. Um, so the, these are, these are um, you know, as, as people always say, scenes of a crime. Um, you, when the, a burglary happens, um, you, you, you do not say, actually, can, can these objects that we have stolen from this house, um, does, does, does the owner of that house were they in a in a in a position to look after it anyway? Yeah. You know, you, it, it's just it's it's crazy. But yeah, you know, to answer that question, even though it is it is a, a an offensive question to answer it, um, Nigeria is building a new museum on the site of where the old um, Benin Kingdom Palace used to be before it was raised. Ah burnt down yeah. <laughs> um you know like i said ghana is also building a new pan-african museum um senegal has just opened a new museum um every single country that is campaigning for their objects back are planning to put it in a new state-of-the-art museum yeah so they have already answered the the question you know can they look after it they are they are making sure that they can look after it now what is an issue is um you know will these objects perhaps be stolen back which is the other thing that that people mm. ask um um what if the museums become porous and they end up back in the uk or the us anyway uh. and the answer to that is that there actually needs to be joint working with all of the authorities um, in the world to make sure that um those kind of things don't happen for example um i have to double check i think it was mexico but I would need to double check this, where there was, um, they spotted an Ile'ife, an old Ile'ife head um, um, at the airport and they recognised it as being um, an ancient object from Nigeria. They contacted the Nigerian authorities and they returned it back. 
that kind of working needs to be in place to make sure that you know people aren't trying to um, smuggle these objects back to where they shouldn't be and um, that should involve all of the authorities and not just the authorities in Africa. Yeah, well, thank you so much for that. And, and, and your response is absolutely apt because at the end of the day, a criminal cannot be a better safeguarder or someone that can look after properties more than the owner. And that is the reality. Like, if the owner cannot look after it, that, that is the owner's problem. The first things need to happen. The person that has stolen needs to return what they have stolen. The next question then is whether... Sorry, I'm so passionate about it. No, just please go ahead. Go ahead. Just to come back on that. Another yeah. thing that people always sometimes forget is that when the Benin bronzes were stolen, they weren't create the, the, the ones that are in, you know, the British Museum or, or museums in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, in the Smithsonian, they they on they weren't created and then looted straight away. That those objects were already centuries old. They they were already you know multiple centuries old before they were stolen. So the idea that suddenly um, these people who uh, own the objects cannot look after them is yeah. is, is is ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, actually a very valid point and a very legitimate point. Of course, unless those that have stolen it initially also have an intention of stealing it again, then that argument would, would be valid. The next question I have then relates to reparation, because I feel, and I'm sure so many other people feel, and if, if, if the tweet by the president of Ghana is anything to go by, then he also feels passionately about this. Should it end? At, at just returning, if, for example, Germany returning and the United Kingdom returning, returning you know, all the colonial masters returning everything, should it end there or should it, should they go a step further and, and sort of, uh, and, and sort of compensate? Because they've been benefiting from this, with, um, from this for years. Should, it, should they go a step further and show reparations? Yeah, I think that really speaks to um, some of the the um, complexities that you you speak of. Um, you know, when we talk about slavery, we all know that um, owners of slaves obviously were compensated yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for the loss of their. Um, yeah. Sorry. Chattel, as as they as they um, referred to it um, back then, that mm -hmm. um, people who were enslaved were not compensated, and countries that were colonized um, were never compensated for the centuries of development that would otherwise have taken place, but didn't because. Um, the whole um, kind of format, the, the, the whole reason for colonizing a country is so that you can essentially um, 
gain um gain minerals gain you know let's just be honest um a lot of the the, the mineral wealth a lot of the the the, the products of goods um yeah. from countries like nigeria were essentially exported to um uh, the uk which continued to fuel the uk's um um own development and feel the uk's own wealth um so i think that definitely needs to be on a conversation around that and I think yeah it does start with the legal ownership of these objects rather than you know there was other talks about just loaning back the objects which also was <laughs> a yeah. deeply thing. yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah, I think having legal ownership with no conditions is important. You know, Absolutely. so far only the the Smithsonian Museum and 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 Germany as a country have officially granted that to Nigeria. Yeah, um, these objects. Um, but it means that Nigeria is free to do whatever it sees fit with its own artifacts. But it yeah. also means that they can then start to loan it out to other museums across the world and start, um, like you say, um, benefiting from it and gaining revenue and re receiving royalties from, um, uh, from whoever they loan it out to. Okay, thank you so much. And this brings me to another uh, sort of, I feel complex question because we talk about being a bronze, if this is for Nigeria, for instance, and if we want to talk about the ones that are also stolen by um, other countries, um, if from other, like the Congo, from the Congo, by Belgium, and other countries that have also shown interest that they're going to return. The question then is, when these artifacts are returned, should it be for the nation? Or should it be for the indigenous communities? You know what I mean? So for example, mm, yes, yeah, will, yes. it be, will it be situated in Benin when the Fulani one is returned? Will it, will it be um, specific regions when, when, when the Congo that is stolen by the Belgique is returned and different parts of the world, um, say the ones stolen from Ghana and other countries that were colonized, should it be returned to specific communities or should it belong to the nation? And how would the benefit <laughs> accrued, I guess, how will it be shared? I guess that's another complex thing that I've, I've sort of been thinking, and I'm sure our audience would be interested to hear more from you about it. Yeah, I have a different view to what probably other people okay. <laughs> Would think about it. I think my view is a little bit more controversial. Okay, let's hear. I like controversy. <laughs> I think it should um, go back to some of the communities, but I I don't okay. think that all of it should go back to some of the communities. I think the idea that it should only you know go back to um, um, uh, Benin City is is ludicrous because okay. um if if we're talking again i'm going to use another example of of 
um, another country, let's just say the UK. So all of Welsh artifacts, for example, all the artifacts from Wales are not located in Wales. Yeah. Um, they are in national museums all over the country in, in the UK. Mm -hmm. I think the we would need a similar approach because first of all, it makes it easier for the country as a whole to look, look after these objects yeah. because you're sharing the burden of, of keeping them, of um, maintain, maintaining them, of um, uh, making sure that, you know, because they, these are very, very old objects. They, they are very expensive to actually keep and yeah. to, to maintain. So you're sharing that burden across um, the country, but you're also allowing every single Nigerian to see the artifacts. So, you know, if, if let's say a thousand come back, you, yeah. you can share that thousand across states across Nigeria as well as having um, some that go back to the original owners the original um, family which is obviously um, the, the 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 royal family of, of Bini. Okay well thank you so much and, and that makes sense because at the end of the day um, the countries the idea of colonialism was to divide and conquer, so that division must not be sustained by, you know, trying to to continue in that line. But you could also see why certain people might have a different view, especially um, the argument the context of the wealth that you shared. The artifact was not stolen; it has always remained here. But for so so many years, over 125, their artifacts have been stolen, you know, for different communities. Therefore, they have a right to want it back. And then, you know, like Nigeria also, and other countries have the right to say we want it back. Those communities also have the right to say we want it in our ancestral lands. And, and I feel this is really complex. So at, yeah. at what point do we stop? But I hear you on what you say about maybe returning some to communities, but then having more at the national level where everybody can benefit from it. If we, if, if we are serious about wanting to, um, you know, grow a, a, a to, to, to kind of, instill in people this sense of culture, this sense of pride, this um, educating people about um, our history, then it needs to be, it, it needs to be disseminated um, beyond just um, where these communities are located. The majority of it needs to be in those communities for, for yeah. definite. But, you know, for example, when I went to the Yemisi Shilon um, uh, Museum in Lagos and I saw they do workshops on Benin bronzes. Yeah. So they, um, they have a, just a couple of Benin bronzes and they, they, um, they have these, I think they're monthly, I, I can't actually remember, but they have these one hour sessions 
where um, school kids can come in, they get to learn all about uh, Bini culture and learn all about um, who were the kings, who were the queens, how did that civilization start? And they get to, to, to um, look at these objects. And I think that it would be nice to have something like that across the country. I, th I think um, one of the reasons why Nigeria is so divided, like people say is, you, 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 you're not taught, history is not taught yeah. in Nigerian schools. You're yeah. not taught to appreciate um, what it is that your ancestors actually yeah. did. And in order to, to change that, we need the objects to be um, around the country and also for all communities to learn about other communities. So the Yoruba people learning about what the Nok did, what the Hausa did, what the Fulani did, you know, having this sense of shared culture and learning about what we all did as a community, because unfortunately we are now all stuck together under this yeah. Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that it, it, that would be a, a nice outcome, but that's why I say it's controversial because obviously you, you, like you said, I think many people would probably agree that it should all go to the communities from where it was it was stolen. Okay. Well, thank you so much for really the views you've shared. And I, I think it will be very interesting to learn the condition of uh, the, 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 the terms for the return of different countries. So, for example, France, um, promising to return the stolen um, bronze to um, by France in 1892 to Ben. For instance, the condition is also like the condition that the Germans are trying to place with the Nigerian one that they be custodian. So perhaps there are lessons that could be learned from different countries. And with that in mind, I wonder: Do you think it might be best for us to have an African unified initiative for the return of stolen? Um, um, artifacts and restitution on the continent, you know, that, that can speak under one voice, uh, maybe under the auspices of the African Union, so that we are speaking the same language rather than going individually to demand, to demand it. Yes, I think that definitely should have happened. And hopefully, well, we can only hope that it will happen because mm -hmm. I think then it... Uh, countries can get um, their artifacts back faster. We can demand legal ownership for each country and each community. So they legally own their own objects. And then we can start talking about, you know, reparations for um, those objects and, 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 you know, reparations for the crime that took place. But that can only happen um, you know, if you're speaking as a big voice, you know, a, a group of many is, is, is stronger than a group of one. Yeah, thank you so much. I hear you and I absolutely agree with you. And I have really learned so much from this and I wish we can stay on 
Um, but because, you know, we can't stay on, and I hope that I can invite you again when we, we actually clear on the terms, because I think it would be really, I don't know if I can say this, taking the piss. Yeah, I'm sure I can say that. Um, for, for, for someone to say that they are returning something, but actually when the dotted lines, they're not really returning. It, it's really, okay, we acknowledge that this has happened. Um, we might some, but we actually feel that it's better off here. So it's it would be really nice to understand more the conditions for this um, so-called return, especially the emphasis on the Benebros, and to understand whether um, they are going to pay money, you know, backdate compensation from the money that has been accrued for so many years from this. So hopefully we can invite you again, not only to speak on this, but all the topics that you research and write so much about. Um, I wonder if you have anything, you know, like a final word for uh, our listeners and anything else to add. Um, no, I think, you know, it's, it's like, you, it's great that these, there is now movement on a lot of these things, but um, like you said, it's not just Nigeria, it's the DRC, it's Tanzania, it's Kenya, so many countries are, are you know, wanting the return of their, their artifacts and it, it would be great to to, to see that happen, but also um, having reparations for, for a lot of those countries. Well, thank you so much um, for talking to us, uh, to our listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we, we hope that you can learn from this, uh, share your thoughts and also share with um, your friends and, and tell them about our podcast, African Jopadi. So our, um, our guest, Nos, we really appreciate you. We're very thankful that you've given us your time and your knowledge. And we hope that you will be happy to come again when we invite you next time. Definitely. I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And take care, everyone. Bye.